Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground, where the word of God takes you to places, to the unseen, where there's a void at, where darkness covers the earth, where the foundation is being laid, where growth is happening, where seeds from God's word is being sowed, and where repentance starts, the underground. And who am I? Just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4, 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The underground. Hearts on ice. Hearts on ice got a lot of cold hearts out there got a lot a lot of hard hearts out there you know what i mean and it's hard to hear the word of god when your heart is on ice it is hard to believe in the word of god when your heart is cold when you have a hardened heart what do you do? When you sitting up in church, listening to the preaching, day, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, then on Wednesday, then sometimes on Friday, and then sometimes vacation Bible school, and then you got this type of meeting, and then you got another meeting, then you got choir practice. You're just sitting and you're going to church and you listen to different sermons on YouTube, but it ain't doing nothing to your heart because your heart is hardened. That's a dangerous place to be in. You know, uh, uh, you know, I, I'd rather be poor. You know, I can be sick. You can be blind, you can be deaf, you can be in prison, you can be in a hospital room, you can be unemployed, you can be single, and ain't had no time to mingle. You feel me? You can be all of that, but make sure your heart ain't hard. Make sure your heart is soft towards God. You can't get no instructions from God when your heart is hard like that. You can't hear no deliverance plan, no deliverance plan for your life if your heart is hardened like that. Let's go to scripture. Ephesians 4.18 says, they are darkened. They are dark in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Their understanding has been darkened. They have no way of understanding the life of God. It's dark. The lights can't even come on. They lights been cut off, y'all. 
And the only way they can get them back on is they repent. Cry out to God and repent. They can't pay no bills. Can't pay no tithes to get them cut back on. Can't nobody lay no hands on you for them to get them cut back on. Don't matter what church you go to, they still going to be off. No matter what preacher you're sitting up under, they still going to be off. You can be sitting up, on, up under the most famous preacher in America or in the whole world. But you better repent for these lights to get cut back on so you can start understanding the understanding the will of God for your life. Alienated from the life of God. You're separated from the life of God. You're separated from the life of God right now. You're not even walking in your purpose right now. You're doing your own thing. And there's a way to seem right into a man, but the end, there is death. That's the path you're on because you're separated from the life of God right now. Is that you? Are you on a whole different path right now? That's not God. And you're like that because you, it said the, the scripture says, because you're ignorance that, that, that is in you due to the hardness of your heart. The reason you're like that, God says, because of the hardness of your heart. That's why you got to ask God to soften your heart. And I'm sure he's trying to. That's why you got all these issues in your life right now. He's hoping that you soften your heart and call upon him and repent. You know what I mean? So if your heart, if you feel like you're, and you already know it is, and you already know what it is, if you feel like your heart is hardened, you know why it's hardened like that. And you don't even gotta you don't even gotta ask nobody. You know why it's hardened like that. You know why your heart is hardened. Hebrews chapter three, verse eight says, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. Do not harden your hearts as in the as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. That's what happened to us a lot of times when God is testing us. That's when we get mad at him. When we're not getting our way, that's when we get mad at him. And we just be like, you know what? I'm tired of this. And we don't want to listen to nobody who talk about God. We don't want to be around people who talk about God. We don't want to be around that lifestyle. We don't even want to hear things like that. The test, you know, because test makes us frustrated. Test gets us angry. Test shows us how ignorant we are. It shows us where we at. 
It shows us. And so right now you are being exposed to where you're at in your life with God. And instead of learning and instead of going to God and asking him for instructions, asking him to guide you, you become more hardened. You become more hardened. You become more frustrated with the test. You become more frustrated with God's people. You become more frustrated with the word of God. Right? The day of testing or the days in the wilderness, it exposes you. It exposes what's on the inside. And you're not liking what you see on the inside. And instead of getting better, you're becoming more bitter. And you're not hurting anybody but yourself. You're not hurting God becoming bitter. And you're not hurting other people. You're hurting yourself. You weren't supposed to be in a wilderness 40 years, believer. Our ancestors taught us us that. Mm-mm. You got stuck in that relationship because you got bitter. You got stuck in that ministry because you got bitter. You got stuck at that job because you got bitter. You didn't want to get better. Well, I'm here to tell you, today is the day that you can get better. Today is the day that you can ask God to soften your heart. It's the day. It's today. Matthew chapter 13, verse 14 through 15, it says, Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, You will indeed hear, but never understand. That's the majority of uh, church service every Sunday. Hearing it, but never understanding. They hear the word, but they don't understand how to apply it. They hear the word, but they don't understand how to live it. They hear the word, but they don't understand how to believe in it. You see? You you will indeed hear it. Yeah, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of people will hear it. There's going to be churches with 30,000 people in there hearing it. It's going to be YouTube videos with, uh, it's going to be like a million views on there with people hearing the word. And we're mistaken, we, we, sadly, we're mistaken hearing the word with doing the word. We think people are believers because they hear the word. That doesn't make you a believer because you hear the word. Anybody can hear it. And anybody can enjoy it too. Same people who hear it, yeah, they may clap. They may shout. They may get emotional behind it. But do they understand it? Because if they understand it, it they will if they understand what they're hearing, 
they will let that revolutionize their whole mind and their whole life if they really understand what they're hearing. They think they're hearing just another message. No, you're hearing the word of God. You're hearing power. You're hearing transformation. You're hearing life right now. Not another message so you can check off and say, oh, I did something for God. I'm a part of a church. Not so you can feel, I don't hear it so I can feel good. I'm hearing it so I can understand how can I apply this to my life so it can change. Again, it says you would indeed hear, but never understand. And you will indeed see, but never perceive. I'm seeing it. <laughs> I see it. Yeah, okay, I see it. But I can't perceive it. I see it, but I can't perceive it. I see God all around me. Yeah, I see him. I see him in my in just who I am, the way I made up. I see it in my legs. I see it in my arms. I see it just in the trees. I see it in the sky. I see it with the sun. I see it with the moon. I see it with the ocean. I see it with the stars. I see him how the way I breathe. I see him in my kids. I see him in the animals. I see him in a whole bunch of miracles. But I can't never perceive it, though. I can't never see it, though. I can't never perceive it. I can't never receive it for myself, though. Your heart is hardened. And then he talks about this people. He says, for this people, heart has grown dull. What people he's talking about? He's talking about the same people who hear in the word of God. He's not talking about the world right now. He's not talking about people who don't believe. He's talking about people who hears the word and who sees the word of God perform, who sees the word manifesting. He's talking about those same people. He's saying they heart is growing dull. They just getting familiar with my word. They, they getting familiar with who I am. Now they growing dull. Just like your relationships. Just like your marriages. You know, when you be in them for such a long time, you can just see how people get dull with each other. God said, that's how y'all getting with my word. Mm. You just, it's just getting dull. The magic is coming out of it, right? That's what, that's what we say. The thrill is gone. For this people, people's heart has grown dull. Are you that somebody right now? Are you that person? Has your heart grown dull to the word? Does the word bore you now? Does the things of God bore you now? Is it boring? Do you just want to have some fun? Because the word of God, the life of God is just dull to you. Ain't nobody tell you to go to that boring ministry. Don't think because you at some boring church or some dull religious church that that's God. 
Stop putting God's name on all these religions and get to perceive him yourself so you can know who he is. Hear him yourself so you can know who he is. But for to people to think that God is dull, no, you dull. Your life is dull. This life that we got down here is dull compared to who God is. Yeah, your best vacation is dull compared to God. Your best outfit is dull compared to God. How dare us human think that God is dull and born? We go to a couple of parties once a week and we think we have we live in life. We go to a couple of concerts and we think we just live in life. We got a couple of side chicks and side dudes and we having all the sex we want and popping all the drugs and whatever we doing. We just think we just live in life and that uh, the life of God is just dull and boring. No, you born. Humans are born. If you really look at it, without God, humans are born. We just, It's the same old thing. It ain't nothing new. The pride of life, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh. What That's dull. What else is new about that? What else is new about that? How many more, how many, uh, more uh, pictures you can take? That's dull. That's boring. What else, can, what, what, what else trips you go on, huh? What else hotels you go check into? What else concerts you go go to? What else? What else is so fun that makes God boring and dull? We must, we didn't lost our minds to think like that, man. That's when we get prideful and arrogant. You know what I mean? That porn you watching? No, that's boring. That's dull and whack. What's born is that you keep touching on yourself, masturbating with yourself. That's dull. How dare we say the word of God is dull and boring? Y'all sleeping on God. That's what y'all doing. And y'all need to, we need to wake up and repent and tell God we sorry for even thinking that he's, he's, what? he's the truth. He's the life. He, 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 he's, what life is. He created life. So we add some music. We do a couple of songs, add some music. We, you know, get some jewelry and take a couple of pictures. And we think we just lit. How dare we disrespect God like that? And forgive me, God, if I've ever disrespected you like that. I'm the first one who needs to say I apologize. My apologies to the most high, to the original Dundada of this whole universe, to the original shot caller of this whole universe, my apologies. To the original Don, my apologies, God. Yeah, you the life, you the truth, you the life. You the truth, you the life. I bet I had, I had to go off on that. All right, for this people heart has grown dull. And with their ears, they can barely hear. They got two ears, but they can barely hear. They barely hear. God said, I gave them two ears and one mouth. The two ears I gave them so they can listen more, but they talking way more than they listen. That's why they barely can hear because they talking too much. 
in their eyes, they have closed. They have closed their eyes to the things of God. They just want to see the thing. It's the lust of the eyes. So they didn't close their eyes to the excuse me, things of God. And now they just want to see the lust of the eyes. Whatever their eyes lust for, that's what they want. That's what they want. They closing their eyes to the kingdom things. They closing their eyes to righteous things. They closing their eyes to holy things. And I want that. And they open their eyes to the lust of this world, the pride of life, and the lust of the flesh. That's what they open their eyes to. And they close their spiritual eyes. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, I will heal them. This is basically judgment right here. I want y'all to know when God begins to allow your heart to be hardened, and we always be like, God go judge people. God go judge. He's already judging people. Oh, just wait, watch. You go get judged. He's already judging people. They can't hear the word of God. That's judgment. They can't see God. That's judgment. They can't hear the word of God. That's judgment. They can't feel God. That's judgment. What else do you want to happen to them? That's, that's worse than anything in this world when you can't hear God. You know, people, we be want to throw them up under the jail, throw the book at them, uh, throw them in jail, put rats in there with them, put uh, worms in there with them, keep them locked up 24 hours a day, don't let them eat nothing, let them just eat bread and what? That's the type of judgment we want. No. They can't hear God. That's, that's hell. They can't see God. That's hell. On earth. And to escape that judgment, there's only one way you can do that. Cry out to God and repent. He always he's just he's repent, repent. I mean, God, repent, repent. That's it. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We making this thing harder than it is. God is saying, repent, turn from that way. Turn from that lifestyle. Turn from that prideful thinking of yours. Turn from the lust of your eyes. Turn from the lust of the flesh. Turn from the pride of life. Turn from always chasing money. Turn from always chasing a career. Turn from always chasing women. Turn from always chasing men. Repent. Turn from it. And I'll begin to soften your heart. I'll begin to soften your heart. 
Yeah, man. A hard, a hard heart is something that a lot of people don't even know they have it right now, man. Because we think like if we got a house, money in the bank, good career, in a relationship, you know, that's the God of our generation, relationships. Uh, we think we good, but you can have all those things in your heart just be cold towards the things of God. Towards the things of God. Let me read this verse to you real quick. I'm going to look up this verse real quick, y'all. Just a moment. Look at this verse, y'all. Check out this verse from the word of God. Proverbs 14 and 12. There's a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. So that's what I'm saying. We can, but we can be having all these things and think we're good. But the word of God says the end of that life is death. There's a way that seems right to a man. Man's way is death. God's way is life. Simple as possible. Thank you, God, for making it simple. Man's way is death. God's way is life. What way? Are you going to choose today? For the spirit of God has spoken. Revelations 3 and 3 says, remember then what you receive and heard. Keep it and repent. If you were not awake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you the underground.